Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Karisika, you are responsible for not one, not two, but three cats, as well as the style section for the New York Times. I guess you need a job to provide for all of those cats. It's exhausting having a job that gets in the way of your cats. It sounds stressful. You have to have priorities in this world, and work is a problem. All right. Well, then let's not talk about work. Let's talk about cats. (laughs) Let's not talk about work. (laughs) Let's talk about cats. This is Let's Talk About Cats, the show where we talk about cats. I'm noted cat lady, Mary Philip Sandy. My cat's name is Grendel. Hi, Grendel. And I'm here with noted cat gentleman, Corey Sika. Thanks for having me on this illustrious cat podcast. Well, I can't believe thank it. You. you have three cats. I want to say uh, their names for the record. William James, mm-hmm. Peregrine, and Lyndon, which is like the tree, not the president. That's correct. Not like the president who is gross. Yes, correct. So I asked you to uh, prepare a five-word memoir for whichever cat you thought was most interesting. Did you do it? I did. So which cat did you decide was deserving? I was talking about Perry. Perry Peregrine. Okay. Hit us with a memoir. Um, Sandy Streets, Broken Tail, Scratchiful. That's not very good. No, it's fantastic. I can work on that a little bit. It's very evocative. So, I mean, the reason I thought of Perry was that she grew up in Miami. Okay. Oh, a beach cat. And she, among other things that are wrong with her, her broken tail, her broken tooth, her weird attitude, her stymied growth. She has like big anime eyes because she never grew into her eyes. But she also can't bury things properly in the litter box because she grew up on the mean uh, concrete streets of Miami Beach. Got it. So the litter box is a new concept. She's like, well, I guess I'll go in here, but then I'm done. And the other cats are like, why are you doing this to us? (laughs) Horrifying. All right, it's the cat quiz. Today, actual New York Times cat headline or fake news? I'm going to ace the heck out of this. Do you read the New York Times? Sometimes. Okay. I read online mostly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, join the club. So I'm going to read you some headlines, and you're going to tell me if this is an actual headline about a cat that appeared in the paper of record or if it is something that I just made up. Question about the parameters of the quiz. Of course. How far back do the headlines go in time? As far back as whatever you can search on the NewYorkTimes.com website. Okay, go. First headline. A found cat, a missed connection, and finally, a marriage. Real. Fake. Damn it! Am I allowed to swear at this thing? You can swear as much as Damn you want. Damn it! Next headline. With claws drawn, Italians duel over 250 cats. Real. That is real. That ran on April 7th, 1999. And I have visited that place. The island near Venice? Yeah. San oh, Clemente? Yeah, yeah, that one. Of course you have. Um, it's one of the many great cat places in Italy. Ultimately, when this show takes off, I want to launch cat tours around yeah. the world. Oh, mm-hmm. easy. All right, Let's next go. headline. A meow stilled, at least for now. Oh, fake. Corey, that's real. Fudge sickles. 
I feel like I can't decide if that's a great headline or a very bad one. I had the same reaction, and that's why I put it here. Yeah, smart. Next headline. In New Paltz, an artist's retreat becomes a haven for cats. This feels like a trick. I'm going to go with fake. You're right, it is fake, but it could have been real. No one cares about New Paltz. At first it was Binghamton. Oh yeah, I was going to say if you said Kingston or Binghamton, I, I would have been it. I should have gone with Binghamton. Note for next time. Oh, we call Binghamton the other Hampton. Uh-huh. Okay, final headline. Four theater kittens born as show ends. Timely arrival wins a home with star. Is that a semicolon in the middle of that? You know it. That seems bad, but likely. I'm going to go with real. It's real. Oh, that's weird. July 18th, 1937, and this actually might be one of the best cat stories ever to run in the New York Times. Uh, A production of The Show Is On at the Winter Garden. The theater cat, whose name was Judy, gave birth in the front row of the orchestra. What? The kittens were immediately adopted on the spot by the show star B. Lily, who would not allow the newspaper to take their picture. That's that's a good story. That's a good story. They don't write them like that anymore. They don't, you know what? The stage got small. It's not the cats. <laughs> it's the, yeah, good one. <laughs> I got nothing. It's good. I feel like I did very poorly. For those counting at home, uh, I lost. Of course you win a prize, but we are going to hold off on that for right now. We'll come back to it later. Uh, it is time for Hot Topic. This is where you and I, two expert cat people, put to rest a controversy that has been dividing the cat community for quite some time. We're going to solve this once and for all. Cat-themed clothing. Corey, what do you think? Is it ever fashionable? I just feel like we had a moment recently where um, cat emoji clothing Mm -hmm. came into a moment, uh, as did all emoji clothing, which came into Manhattan and left via the Fulton Mall in Brooklyn. And then uh, also... There was like kind of like the post-wolf shirt, Mm -hmm, like ironic mm -hmm. cat shirt system. So I'm going to say yes, but briefly. But briefly. So it's no longer fashionable, you're saying? Yes, but we're about three months away from someone in L.A. doing something great with clothing and cats. Okay, so there's something to look forward to. My feeling is that is that cat clothing is is a constant. It's like it's up there with the perfect white button down, a, a good yeah. pair of Oxfords. It never goes out of style. I actually just had a moment of panic where I thought maybe you meant clothing on cats. No. Oh, no, okay, no, 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 no. It looks fake. It makes the cat angry. It makes the cat very angry. I mean, oh, my, my position is this. I like a print hmm. um, because I don't like to put much thought into what I'm wearing. And sure. I feel like if you put on a print, it looks like you tried. A print hides the cat hair. Oh, yeah. That's and a given. Th- I have a cat who has uh, white, gray, and tan fur, so mm. she sheds accordingly Oy. on whatever I'm wearing. Horrifying. You know. That's yeah. mean. I-, I mean, clothing is supposed to make you feel like the best or most serene version of yourself. So if that is doing that for you, then you're winning fashion. I like that attitude. I know myself. I know my future is full of cat sweatshirts and you know what there was a time when I thought maybe I should feel bad about that but I've come around to the point where I'm actually feeling really excited about it I feel like that's going to be a great time of life when I can just wear sweatshirts with cats on them all the time whenever to to functions I don't care I just feel like I hear from a lot of women who are and it's almost always women who mm-hmm. are afraid of getting a second or fourth cat or who are afraid of becoming a cat sweatshirt person. And I'm like, I don't know what you're afraid of. Well, there is a gender element to it. Because yeah. you know, if, sure. if, a, if a man wears a cat shirt, he's, he's uh, subversive. He's cool. He's hip. He's clever. He's mm-hmm. in touch with his emotions. If a woman does it, she's probably not been on a date in six years. Yeah. And it's, it's 
it's real. I mean, like the the stereotype is like is deep. It's not if people aren't like oh cat lady, they're literally like oh you mm-hmm. you've given up. It's judgmental, and I think that's where the clothing really yeah. ties in, and that's maybe where the stereotype of cat clothing as unfashionable comes in. Yeah. My question for you now: Do you own any cat clothing yourself? I don't think I do. I might have like a bandana or a belt that's cat adjacent, but I don't think I have any like cat t-shirts. Are you sure about that? Well, I'm in the dangerous place where people give me cat-related things. I feel like what happens is at a certain point in one's life, one becomes known for a thing and then one receives those things, whether it's the Bible or whether it's being promiscuous or whatever. People give you (laughs) gifts related to your relationship to the world, right? So I want to be known for other things than just cats. Okay. So that said. Uh Uh-oh. Corey, Styles Editor of the New York Times, I'd like you to describe the garment that I am giving you right now. So the problem with this <laughs> this article of clothing, I'm looking at the labels one does. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> wow. Well, what's first alarming about this T-shirt product is, first of all, the, the extent of the crew neck. But first of all, is the, the color, which I would describe as like cocktail lilac. Mm-hmm. Like it's somewhere between plum and violet. Yep. So this is a T-shirt. This is a T-shirt Corey's describing, and it is a, a, a lavender plum violet color. And it's that cotton that's so shiny that it never actually feels good. And on the Sorry. on the front of it, what do we have? It's a transfer print of four cats in full Western regalia, mm-hmm. including spurs, bandanas, um, cowboy hats. Yep. Bad attitudes. And could you turn it over, please? And oh, just no, check there's the one in the back. Oh, and in the back, you can see their butt holes. Okay. So, <laughs> well, only one of them. You can see their tails and the rest. So, so it's so, front and back, which actually makes this shirt great. Where'd you get it? Okay. So I just, I want to break down for you mm. why this is now the most fashionable shirt that you own. Accurate. Except I'm sure I own it. Do I? Oh, yes, you do. <gasps> yeah. Oh, yes, I want you something do. Today. So this shirt is incredibly fashionable for the following reasons. I did my research. Mm. I am not the styles editor of the New York Times, but I can Google not things. yet. Oh. So Pantone made purple the color of the year in 2018. Oh, I'm aware. You're aware. The lady who made this shirt for you, it's a bespoke custom shirt. She did. What? Yes, that's right. She didn't have purple, but she had lavender. So this was the closest we could get. In March, Vogue France, which mm. I think you will agree is the fanciest Vogue. It's up there. Top okay. five. All right. They're in an article titled 22 Menswear Trends for Fall Winter 2018-2019. Number four trend, Western. Oh, yeah. Isn't that weird? Name checking Calvin Klein. D squared mm-hmm. two, Dries Van Noten. Mm-hmm. These are very fancy people. I've heard of one of them. Calvin. You're doing great. Right. Finally, just this summer, page <laughs> six ran a story. <laughs> A celebrity dermatologist who treats J-Lo and Kim Kardashian reported that big butts are on their way out. Oh, no. I love the big butt years. Well, those cats, I think you'll agree, their butts are not very big. No, they have little butts. They have little butts. So this and shirt cannot lie. This shirt sums up the year's biggest no, trends. You're not wrong, weirdly. All in one package. If this came <laughs> so down the weird. runway in Milan... Oh, yeah. People would be really into it. You'd be li- Right. Exactly. People would be like, they did it. Exactly. This is the way fashion is both an art and a conspiracy. It's like uh, the blue sweater in uh, mm. in The Devil Wears Prada, right? Oh, it a little bit is. This is uh, Honestly, this is a very beautiful shirt. I mean, I am actually going to wear the heck out of I this. I hope you do. The reason I got a medium is because I asked no, a mutual friend. Uh, I texted in the, in the middle of the day and said, what size shirt do you think Corey wears? Which is a weird question to text someone in the middle of the day, but she thought a medium. Did she write back? Sexed. 
<laughs> well, no, she, she genuinely said, why are you asking me this? And then we spent about 45 minutes Googling Actually, pictures of your torso. Do you know what? I went from revol. <laughs> That's... <laughs> I went from revulsion at this shirt to kind of like, actually, I feel cozy about this shirt. Okay, so I think we had our blue sweater moment. And I'm yeah. Meryl Streep and you're Anne Hathaway. I am Anne Hathaway. Let's talk about cats. Enough of that. Let's talk about your cats, all three of them. Okay, so we have William James, Perry, a.k.a. Peregrine, and Lyndon, like the tree. Highbrow brilliant on the names, except Lyndon maybe just a tree. Is that just sort of where you... What you got to explain the names here. You know when people have like more than one child, which is such a terrible thing to do. Yeah, no, I don't recommend it. I I wouldn't do it personally. Please don't. I've seen it happen. It doesn't do good (laughs) things to people's lives. At a certain point, they start being like, "Let's call him James." You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? They just like give up. They've like got a cute name, then they got a backup name, and then you're like, I don't know, the third one. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I mean, Lyndon was found under a linden tree. Okay. Was William James found under William James? Yeah. Often. We were all found under William James eventually. Uh, that's a really long way to go for a gay joke there. You have three cats and- I have three cats at this time. At this time. Assuming none of them have died while we're talking. I mean, it could happen. Because, yeah. you know, one of them peed on the couch the other day and he almost that's died a, of that. That's a bad sign. Speaking of peeing, what is the litter situation? Three cats, three boxes. Really? Okay. That's the rule. One cat, one box. They have a hallway closet of their own. A whole closet just for cats. Yeah. That's actually very fancy. I mean, literally, I am like, what's the Anne Hathaway movie where she was a princess? I am that movie of cats. <laughs> um, do they do they each have their own litter box dedicated or do they share? They, they're in a struggle of each trying to have their own. And then one of them like goes and pees in the other, maybe on accident or on purpose. And there's... It's never an accident. Speaking of, shall we say, aggressive peeing in each other's boxes, is there intercat drama? The only drama we've ever had is when uh, William James got a paper bag stuck around his neck and like freaked out and started running around the house like and like scrabbling and cutting his nails and bleeding and crying and peeing as he ran. And then the other cats realized that though he was 20 pounds and monstrous, he was the beta and they started al- alphaing him. <gasps> Has he recovered from that? Has the dynamic shifted back or is he still? It's sort of recovered. I mean, they're fine. They're friends again. But they they didn't know who he was for a week. You know what I mean? They were like, who's this cuck? How do you recover from that? Uh, It happens sometimes when you take a cat to the vet. The Mm -hmm. other cats are like, who the fuck are you? Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Have you trained them? Yes. What anyway. have you trained them to do? Um, they sleep at the foot of the bed. All three of them? Yep. Wow. They go away at midnight and come back at 8 a.m. Wait, 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 wait. They have a timer? Yes. The cats know that there's a ritual about bedtime and I get to go to sleep and they do not make a noise or come near us for eight hours. I think I need you to come to my house and train my cat because, I mean, she wakes me up more than... How did you do that? I mean, listen, some cats are hard and, like, they're always going to be hard. But I have to say, like, cats love structure. Really? They love timing. They love timed meals. They love rituals. And also, I have to say, having brought in a third cat, we had trained the first two, and they trained him. <gasps> really? Because he was like, oh, I'm a kitten. What do I know? And they were like, yo, it's bedtime. Get out of the bedroom. Wow. Yeah. No, it's crazy. You can train cats. You have to be really firm with them. I feel like this could be the topic of your next book. I could I could actually just go around the country training cats. <laughs> Well, you know, media's not doing so great. Just kidding. I love media. Uh, speaking of media, what is your cat's media diet? Uh, my cat's media diet. That's a great question. That's a really, that's like a really great question out of the late OOs. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? They like it when I sing to them. Is that count as media? Yes, of course. What do you sing? Well, I learned this from Mike Dang. If okay. you know Mike Dang at the I billfold. Do. Of uh, course. Perry was really shy when she was young and he was like, Perry loves me. And I was like, what did you do? And he's like, well, I get on the floor and I sing to her. And I was like, oh, Okay. And it turns out she does. Like, you sing to her and she comes running. And she's like, meow, 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 meow. Wow. So she was a very shy cat who just liked to be sung to. That's their media diet. They watch some squirrel videos, too. Um, makes me sound really sad. No, no. It makes you sound like a man who takes good care of his cats. The great thing about cats is they do sleep 20 hours a day, so you really actually don't spend that much time with them. That's true. This is the secret. Dogs, pff, you gotta enjoy take- taking that crapper out. Speaking of cat media, you know, you said media is in a tough spot. I think we all know that. That's no yeah. secret. Except podcasts about cats. Podcasts about cats are on the up and up. Um, do you remember where you were when Cat Fancy folded? I do, actually. And I was stunned. Yeah. Were you a subscriber? Uh, briefly, but not recently. But I do remember thinking there had to be some way to make that thing work. Right. I wish someone had come in to turn it around before it went under. They never reached out to me. Right. I just, or any of us. <laughs> I know. They were just, I don't we know were who here. they were. We were right here. I don't know who owned it. And so now it's Catster, which comes out six oh, times yeah. a year. Uh, I, I support them. Yeah. You promised in 2017 in uh, an interview oh. with Fashion Week Daily, Uh-oh. the advent of your tenure at the New York Times, Uh-oh. you promised to increase cat coverage in the New York <laughs> Times. Have you done that? I have not. <gasps> well... There was a couple things, but honestly, there wasn't a lot of cat stories. And I actually feel like we're not covering animals enough. Like, why do we cover weddings and not cover adoption? This is my. This is exactly my question. I will deal with this. Change is slow. Change is slow at institutions. I, do, I mean, not to put too much pressure, but you, in fact, did say that page two of styles would be all about cats. I totally said that. You know, I'll literally say anything in an interview. That's the secret about me. I'm literally like, just, I'm just like, please just go away and let me make people laugh. Good to know um, now that I'm interviewing yeah. you. I think that I can do it, though. I think you can, too. I have faith. Um, I'm going to wear this T-shirt in the office. Well, I want to tell you a, a very quick please. story. Um, one of the cats I grew up with, her name was Anatevka. Musical uh, theater reference? Uh, I don't know. Fiddler on the Roof, the name of the village? Oh, I don't um, know them. Okay. <laughs> well, I was a theater nerd. I've recovered. And my dad used to line the litter box with newspaper. Anatevka would only poop on the New York Times. Nice. She would not poop on the local paper. Wow. 
And this was central Maine, a small town oh, yeah. in the in the late 80s, early 90s. We had to reserve a copy of the Sunday Times at the one store in town that sold it. And then when we were done, we had to save all the sections so that my cat could poop on it. This is crazy. My dad, to this day, has ongoing theories about the ink and the paper that the Times may or may not have been using in the 80s and 90s that made it attractive to at least yeah. one cat. I believe in this. If circulation needs a boost, maybe this is a marketing <laughs> You know, I was trying to come up with that whole bottom of the fish fish, fish wrap. wrap versus bottom of the birdcage. Oh, yeah. You know, Who has birdcages? And literally, like, the millennials in the office were like, what are you saying? What are these words? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know anyone with a birdcage. And I actually don't know anyone who lines their litter box with paper. I don't no. know why my father did that. Well, it's a very main thing to do, if I may say so. As the stepson of a person from Maine, oh, I'm okay. allowed to say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you are nothing if not thrifty? Yankee ingenuity. Yes, Yankee let's ingenuity. say that. You used to write about your cat, Cat. Yes. Back in the days of the All, which was the website you co-founded, such a great website. Some would say the only good website. But you know, you haven't been writing about your cats as much. Is that no. because you're busy, or did they ask you to stop oversharing the cats? Yeah. Now I think we've all, many of us, segued to more visual mediums. Mm, okay. I also don't do a ton of writing anymore. Is part of the thing, and I don't. Um, I feel a little rusty. I also feel like taking pictures of cats. Isn't that appealing or satisfying? Really? Isn't that a terrible thing to say about cats? No, I understand. I mean, especially when it's your own cats that you yeah. see every day. Right. You're like, oh, you again. I had this real breakdown the other night, and I was taking pictures of my cat, and I was like, who wants to see pictures of this cat? Well, I do. Yeah, I think some people do. And, you know, honestly, as you know, I do conduct cat brushing videos on my Instagram mm -hmm. stories, which are a little more popular than seems appropriate. I think it's a good level of appropriate. I get a lot of response to those. I mean, I get dozens of people being like, oh, my God. Yeah. Which I totally get. I feel the same way about my cat, too. But I also actually have become accidentally an advocate for cat brushing. Listen, you have to start them early. That's yeah. the secret. You have to get them used to it early. Yeah. My cat was a feral that I rescued. Ooh, and yeah. one of the first things I did when I got her home was I brushed her so that she got used yes. to that brush. Great plan. Yeah. And now she endures it, I would say. Back to cat writing, you wrote one of, I think, the best things about a cat that I've ever read online, and that you know what I'm talking about, the last photograph of oh, cat. Oh, yeah. Cat obits. Cat obits. That- Cat obits are hard. It was hard to read, especially as someone who had read about cat on the all and felt, you know, I felt like, I was saying this to Lizzie, our producer, before you came in, I n know your deceased cat better than I know some members of my own family. I just have like 137 cousins. No, but it was so beautiful and so widely shared. And there are, I know people who still reference that piece mm. to this day. Two questions. Why isn't it online anymore? Oh, yes. You did something to your website and it's gone. You need to restore it because it's important. No, no, it is. I think it is important because I think that opened up a way for people to talk about mourning and mm. memorializing cats that maybe they didn't think was possible before. The good news is we'll have more chances to memorialize cats as time goes on uh, and they all die. Sorry, everyone. I know there's people at home right now being like, I can't just die. Will you shut up, please? Part of the other problem is that I think much of what many of us have written is disappeared. Oh, yeah. No, every, pretty much everything right? I have ever written is now gone. Isn't that wild? It's super weird. And then I have nothing to show for myself when people say, oh, you've done these things. Let's see. And I'm like, no, you just have to trust me. 
Yeah. Well, it's funny, too, because I was sort of like I was having this discussion with someone and they were like, well, you're a well-known writer. I was like, A, not really. And I was like, B, but I'm sort of a mid-tier writer or whatever that phrase is. LOL. I'm a third-tier writer. But then I was literally like, name one thing I've written and also name where you can find it. Because like, it's just like none of this exists. And then you sort of maybe have written some things over the year and they're just they're just all gone. It's fascinating. So anyway, I'm, I'm not dodging your question. I just I also don't think I can look at it. My cat Milo died um, two and a half years ago now. And I still get upset when I look at pictures of him. Oh, yeah, sure. It's still hard. And I still have so many. And I keep thinking I should organize the photos. I should organize the videos. I should, you know, get it all in a drive. And, say, mm-hmm. and I just, every time I sit nope. down to do it, I can't. Nope. I can't. And it's hard to explain to people who don't get that. You are not a third-tier writer. In fact, and I, I say this in all seriousness, you are one of my favorite writers. No, don't make that sound. Barf. You know what sucks? Writers. Writers do suck. But here's the thing. <laughs> I think- What you did to the internet, and I'm not just saying this to give you a big ego because I think your ego is big enough. I think what you did to the internet, and it wasn't just you, but it was that era of writers on the internet in the mid-aughts, what you did was sort of cat-like in this great way. And this just occurred Hmm. to me. The internet was sitting there, and you kind of climbed on it, and you were Mm -hmm. like, yeah, I think I'll camp out here. And you made it your own in a way that really changed what it was about for a lot of people. And to this day, it's like there's little Cory cat hairs around the (laughs) internet. I see kids using capital letters and exclamation points in their serious essays, and I think, yeah, (laughs) there's a little Cory cat hair sprinkled in there, and I don't know if they even know where it came from. Oh, I hope they don't. But but that's interesting because uh, what I tell young people most often is like you have to go pee on things basically yeah you have to go seize people's attention and the reason why we sounded like we did is we had to be very loud because everyone was like well who are these idiots and this was when you were at gawker yeah and when i was young like i had to be twice as loud because i didn't go to harvard and Mm -hmm. i didn't do whatever and i didn't go to journalism school like so that's very cat-like though because the cat will be like poke 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 pay attention to me exactly and it's not going to wait for someone to say oh yes you cat you're okay the cat knows they're okay yeah and the cat knows what they're about or the cat is just like i'm hungry which is like what we were like because we were like we have no money we're starving wow so like uh let the record reflect i made a cat noise there the uh, but like I think that's a sort of fair assessment, and it's, it was more about necessity and need than about like any kind of plan or whatever. But it was, but it was definitely an act of hostility, like most <laughs> things that cats do. Also, yeah, exactly. We have some shout outs to do. Uh, so we want to give a shout out to Theodore Roosevelt, aka TR, in Chicago. That's a cat, not a dead president. Uh, We want to say hello to Winnie, who's listening in New Jersey. Winnie has had a tough summer. She's sad because Law & Order SVU is on hiatus. Hang in there. And last but not least, hello to Noodles in New York City. Noodles, everyone hopes you're not biting. I will. (laughs) (laughs) Noodles, no. Noodles. Uh, If you would like your cat to get a shout out on an upcoming episode, you can send us an email at shouts at letstalkaboutcats.com. Let me know the name of your cat, where they live, and uh, if there's anything special you'd like me to say. Corey, thank you so much for talking about cats with us today. 
If people would like to experience more of you on the internet, what should they do? I suppose if you want to be near my cats, Instagram is the place to be. At Corey on Instagram, right? Something. I have no idea. You don't know. Very, like again, very there. cat-like. Who knows? Where am I now? Cats don't know what their names are. Thanks for the shirt, by the way. You're welcome. Who gets gifts? People who come on Let's Talk About Cats, wow, that's Let's who. Talk About Cats more. We will next week. So make sure you catch the next one. Go ahead and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast app you like. We're there, I promise. And please leave us a review. They're like tiny affirmations, which I really need. That is our show. I am noted cat lady Mary Philip Sandy. My cat's name is Grendel. The show's producer is the always in style Lizzie Jacobs. Our theme song is by Poingley with additional music by the English Muffins. Our show logo is by Julia Emiliani. Thank you all for listening. We'll talk next time about cats. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.